Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories presents the Pay-Per-View War Stories. As your know, so crew goes through WCW's and WWF's pay-per-views. This week we'll be discussing WWF's SummerSlam 2000. Guys, was, was the heat on for this? The heat is on. Thank oh, wait. Different, no, it's Party in the city, the heat was on. Okay. We're in Miami. That we were. We're in Miami. Yeah, we're, we're in Raleigh. Raleigh. Uh, it's kind of the same thing. It's like the Miami of North Carolina. I've heard that. People say that. People say. I've, I've not heard that. What people do say is that I'm the legend. I'm not your host. All. I am <laughs> Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database. Corey Mack. Hey, yo. The ch- 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 chosen one, Mike. Boop. Some call me the Wander Franco of this podcast. Some call. Some people call you the Space Cowboy. Oh, there it is. So. SummerSlam, the year 2000, August 27th. Where are we, Corey? Raleigh, North Carolina. Because when I think of SummerSlam, I think of Raleigh, North North Carolina. North Carolina! In the Raleigh (laughs) Entertainment Sports Arena. So, so they're at Raleigh ESPN. That's cool. That's (laughs) fun, guys. Hold on. What's it called now? I know for a fact it's no longer still called the Raleigh. I got it right here. uh, The IKEA Sports Arena? I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess the IKEA Center. It is the... PNC Arena. Oh, okay. Talk to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Home like. of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes of NHL and the NC State Wolfpack. Oh, that's later. Sorry. Boom, boom, boom. That's on a completely different show. Plawecki? It's the uh, Monday yeah. Night War Stories. That's a, hey, let's put like around. That's a Red Sox name, isn't it? Whoa, Wesley? You want to take the? <laughs> you guys want to take the uh, shot at what the record attendance is? I'm going to say 19,205. Uh, I'm going to go 20,074. So you're both really close <laughs> in the fact that... Who was over? What was yours? 2074. You. But it, I was over? Yes. Well, but, then I lose. But, it doesn't matter. But here's the thing. Prize right rules. It is. But it's different in the fact of Damn. yours was in the ice hockey world of a, uh, an NHL game and you were a, con- a booble you were a concert he probably saw Keith Urban there that was Metallica sounds like a show you'd go to see it's kind of the same thing Keith yeah. Urban and Metallica together well, basically the same thing yeah that's right yeah. Keith Urban took over the uh, leads Keith, Keith Urban have you ever seen Keith Urban and James Hetfield in the same place I think not <laughs> no <laughs> there it is I have a lot of things to think about now yep they both uh, tag the, team uh, Nicole Kidman what? the <laughs> attendance for this pay-per-view Seventeen something, seventeen thousand yeah. and two, and two. <laughs> That's Jr. on the King. That's so right, yeah, you can add. Yeah, if you want to duck the announce team, it's seventeen thousand. That's right, Jr. That's right, Jr. <laughs> I'm so like OCD about that shit. I have to have round numbers of some kind. It's like I, there's no way I would let that fly. But either two of you leave or count eight more people. Like I don't know what the fuck we're They're doing here, but figure it out. Hanging from the rafters, like the past uh, WrestleMania, was like certain people s- hanging from said rafters. Seventy thousand eight hundred ninety nine. Why? Why just add one? Just add the one. Person, just add the one. That was my favorite part of Dynamite this week when Tony said they're hanging from the rafters, and Jerry's like, "Will you stop?" I was like, "Yes, thank you." God damn it! We need all the Gorilla Monsoon refs we can get. Do you chop Vader next? Yes. He was almost as big as Vader. I know. <laughs> no, well. Gorilla didn't shrink in his retirement. I like Vince. So let's talk about SummerSlam. Can we talk about that weird fucking opening to this pay-per-view? Can we talk? What in the shit was that? Do, do, 
I don't, what? I know it's Freddie Blassie over and over again. What hey, that's Freddie Fellini. Doing? I'll have you know. It said Freddie Fellini. So before we, we before we this? move on, uh, first time for me seeing this. That was a SummerSlam virgin. Absolutely. Same for you. And oh, I've seen it. A pound um, of slam cherry. I've seen this one four or five times. Okay, but this, yeah. like, I think it's been a while. I was just say it's been a while. Shout to stained. Not really. Fuck stained. So Corey. <laughs> How did we get to uh, North uh, Carolina? Thank you. It all started with Kurt Angle's insistence of getting inside Stephanie McMahon's pants. Um, as often, like, and get as, in line, uh, bro. As often, Macho as Man could. been there, done that. Oh yeah, and um, like the anal. dig it. Oh yeah, I snapped into her. She snapped into my Slim Jim. <laughs> and Kurt well, Angle wanted will to copy you that. Stop. Yeah, thank you. Slim thank Jim you, bro. Presents, interc- presents intercourse. <laughs> Kurt Angle wanted to follow the Macho Man's uh, trick and uh, snap into guardrail. Just follow the uh, follow the torn off uh, fringe from his boots. <laughs> You'll find her way there. Um, Don't do that to Lex though. He gets super mad about it. Triple H, uh, being her husband, is unhappy about this. He doesn't as, want Kurt as, Angle to. As he should be. Yeah, he as does, he wants he to be. He doesn't want Kurt Angle to get into Stephanie's pants. Say what? Mick Foley definitely wants Kurt Angle to get into Stephanie's pants. I don't think Foley cares either way. He just likes going with it. I think he really would like to see Triple H that mad. <laughs> and uh, and The Rock is the champ. So, you know, we have a triple threat match where it's all about Kurt Angle and Triple H. And The Rock's there. I have a theory that I will share at the end of the show. Might be bunnies? No. But I have a theory okay. about how something may have been improved when it comes to all that stuff. Is but yeah, that's how we got here. Is it Austin theory? No, uh, but great center still. Here we go. So the uh, stage for this show, it's a large Tron over the large S in the SummerSlam logo. Speaking of that, this is the debut of what would be the SummerSlam logo for the next eight years. It's the one that I know. <laughs> I call it the Sprite logo. I'm fine with it. Because it was Although don't not... Tell, don't tell the Iron Sheik that. Not super dissimilar to the Sprite logo at the time. Only no good number one jabroni drink Sprite. Uh, but at least nobody calls on Dwayne Johnson to change that Sprite logo immediately. He only has seven bucks, you know. Well, he better because he's going to get a cease and desist in a minute. Uh, that's a that's a controversy for another podcast. Yep. But here we go. We're I'm, getting ready. I'm just... The I'm, greatest I have no idea what you're talking about, so I'm good. very excited to learn about it. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, killing time yeah. because this show did not live up to its hype. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not saying it was bad. Yeah. But... Yeah. On paper, it looked... Yeah, with the name list here, yeah. Yeah. So are saying it's a paper bitch? I'm not, I don't know about Devin. This hmm. is Devin Slam. Yeah, he said what I say that he told me. Yeah? Oh, honey. Oh, honey. I was like, well, no, I'm going to say it a lot. Yeah. Do you guys have a quarrel? A lover spat? I guess so. Well, so, spit on it, all right. <laughs> we're going to start the show Jesus off. Christ. We have commentary team with J.R. and King. And let's start... And, and an uncharacteristic large... Glass bowl of candy. Yeah. He always has it there, guys. No, he doesn't. He talks about it. He always has candy there. Mm-hmm. It's always there all the time. Yep, always. So much so that that was the first thing I fucking noticed on the screen. I'm like, hey, why is there a candy there? Because I remember. To he be continued. Yeah. Uh, but we started showing off with Crimes of Passion. What? As it's uh, Unsolved Mysteries? It's, Where they just spoil it and Kurt Angle's currently in Stephanie's No, pants. it's uh, <laughs> Freddie Blassie watching TV and the. Uh, well, we always talked about how he's watching the the carnies around him and watching highlights of Tref, uh, of Stephanie, Triple H, and Angle. And so, so to me, this was their version 
of an opening to a D-level Skinamax softcore porn. Crimes of passion. Then you see a lot of dudes with no shirts on and a damsel looking like she's ready. F- she's ready for everything that can be thrown at her. In my notes, That's exactly I ha- what this is. In my notes, I have when I think of SummerSlam, I think of, of an artsy intro or of an <laughs> opera segment. <laughs> yeah, well, not Skinamax. enough. Not enough opera in pro wrestling, in my opinion. We need to incorporate more of that. More, please. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have MJF, so more, 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 Bercabo? more, more, but more. More porn. More porn. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett needs to bring back those opera ladies to sing when it's for his matches. <laughs> I just saw one Buff Daddy do his uh, the, a tweet of they're doing a thing of at, at your like at logo whoever's your third one you have to pay them like a million dollars to do like a Pornhub thing and for him it was triple it was uh, X Pac and <laughs> then, done that and someone done that and he's like and he's like if I did it, it'd be like. I come in China, or like I come to I come to China, like it's like something like that. And like you got it. But speaking of all this dirty no, talk, who would have thought in twenty twenty two that Beth? Uh, ooh, the Chicago Cubs for me. That's it's an orgy movie. All right, let's yeah. gangbang. All right, <laughs> how about that? The Cubs gangbang. I had to know. Can't just throw that out there and I can't check. I have to, have to it do would it. Be called wild card orgy. Uh, it'd be called in the Bartman. If I did the at, it would be. <laughs> What's up, Boo Boy? <laughs> yeah. I'll say yeah. I'll say yeah. That's the name of your sex tape. Uh, let's go to our first match since we're talking dirty. The right to censor. That's actually a great transition to the right to censor. Versus Too Cool and Rikishi. Uh, before the match, Steven says that people here should be cheering for them, not booing them. <laughs> before he even gets to that, that music went on so long. They just drug that fucking siren out. I thought people were going to fucking lose it. I was like, this is brutal. They had to put it on loop. <laughs> Uh, Steven says uh, he was going to say something, but then interrupted by two cool Rikishi. But don't worry, those hoes that they uh, right since has been taking care of the past months or so, they're coming out with the Rikishi. It's Mandy now is her name, I think. Whatever. She's currently the NXT champion. Uh, this is Steven Richards' uh, first match since returning to the WWF. Uh, you know, it's about damn time. Make him pay for it. Make him pay to see Stevie. Do we know why? Like, is it just... He had continuing neck issues from the '97 broken neck, um, and I think this was just he. Uh, I think he suffered some sort of injury in that like area. Minor setback, a lot yeah. in the match. <laughs> yeah, this is him coming back. In fact, that's why this is so smart. It's a perfect way to utilize him. He's great because he's great on the mic. He's great on the mic. He's got presence. He's to me continually more of the one of the more underrated talents from the 1990 to 2010 era. He does not get the love he deserves. And this look, he looks so different than what you right? think of when you think Stevie you Richards. You don't even think you of don't Raven even f- and Stevie. No. Because to me, no. he like when he's like regular Steven Richards, he looks like skinny Chuck Palumbo. Yeah. But he looks nothing like he's this. He's just goofy and... Nothing and, BWO, yeah. nothing no. like that. Yeah. This, and, it, very, and that's another talent to take something and trust me. The boom of the 90s, everybody knew the BWO. Everybody knew Dancing Stevie Richards. Yep. That's a talent in just three years to be able to completely change yourself into this character. And where you three don't and a half even, years, he made him in WrestleMania. So right? That's great. Good so you him. don't even think of that character when you see him. Mm-hmm. That's talent. So they found a way to utilize him, and then they found a couple of beefy dudes to do the physical work. I mean, that's one thing WWE's good at. 
oh, hey, you can't, you're injured, but you can talk? Well, we got these two sacks of mud. But in all fairness, the Godfather can talk. But Bull can, bull can work. And Bull can work, but he's not... You lying, put them together, they have know. almost a team. Yeah. So put Steve out there in mouthpiece. More of a tag team than any uh, WCW brand. Yeah, no, they'd, they'd be the best tag team uh, in WCW. And we've been saying that for a lot it's, of tag teams that they've been putting together. Because <laughs> yeah. like, actually, Bull works into my point here, is that uh, they essentially just took another stab at and succeeded with the Jackal character. Mm-hmm. This is what the Jackal should have been and just yeah. failed miserably at. This is a better version of that, of the Truth Commission. They wanted Jackal originally to be some sort of David Koresh mm-hmm. cult leader. It should have been this. With the with Kirk, imagine Kurgan and the right to censor. That would have been money. This is so good. So, I mean, they did a good job. But yeah. <laughs> you, Stevie Richards was talented enough to overcome BWO to do this. Just a year off of the oddities, you would have not have been able to have Kurgan no. in right to censor without them thinking of the oddities of the clown. Yeah. So it's like, all right. So, but Bull, that's a good fit. Good father. Character need a revamp. Godfather yeah. needed a coat of paint. I know he doesn't like this, but it, it worked. It yeah. was the right thing. Uh, during the match, Grandmaster. Uh, speaking of, <clears throat> speaking of guys who are Ooh, cooling yeah. off fast. Ooh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Grandmaster Sexy tries to have Victoria slap uh, the good father, but the good father just shoves her to the ground. No, you're supposed to have her slap your ass. Then ask her if you can return the favor. Steven uh, with the power bomb to Grandmaster Sexy. Then uh, Sexy hits Steven with a superplex. Rikishi throws Steven to the outside, but Victoria throws him back in the ring. All three members of Right Senders get thrown in the corner. Each member too cool. Do a corner splash, eliminating each member until Rikishi... Hits the corner splash onto Steven. Rikishi looks and does the look back and knows Steven has fallen down. Looks like he's going to get the stink face. Mm-mm. But Bull does the axe kick. Uh, Scotty's about to do the worm but uh, to the good father, but Steven comes out of nowhere and hits the Steven kick. Well, kind of. Four, yeah. <laughs> Kicks him in the upper chest, oh, lower. Oh, no. Replay shows he didn't connect at all. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, he missed the shoulder entirely. Uh, that, uh... What happened was, from what it looked like to me, he was a little off, but also uh, the member of Too Cool that he gave it to Scotty. started falling too soon. Uh, one of those. So that it was like, okay, you could have maybe hit it better, but both of you were off far enough that it just it didn't quite go. I actually like this match quite a bit. Four minutes and 57 seconds. I actually enjoyed it. The crowd was super into this match. Uh, RTC has some serious heat. Yeah, no, dude, I, have, I found nothing wrong with this match at all. Um, I went two and a half. It was a perfectly fine opener, right where it needed to be. It didn't overstay its welcome. The they found the perfect three baby faces who were still popular enough as a, to as feed a RTC. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah, as a group, yes. But yeah. as if it's one away from the other, yeah. Well, yeah. I, to, to me, all three members are cool in there. Rikishi has they cooled are. down they considerably, are. and too cool. They don't even utilize. So, yeah. uh, crowd is hot. RTC skirts the line when it comes to heat. Uh, I think here, this is where it's starting. They have great heat, but at times with the crowd, depending on what city they're in especially, it's almost X-Pac heat. It is, they skirt the line real mm-hmm. close. So far, they're not there. We'll have to see if any of those cities completely just say, no, this isn't for me. Yep. Um, I wrote Rikishi to kill have cooled down considerably. But it was a perfect opener. It is what you wanted. And you know, guys, you know me, one of my... One of my weird things is I love me a six-man tag team opener on a pay-per-view. Don't know why. It's just sometimes I think that's just the perfect perfect thing to do. And your perfect main event's the Fatal Five-Way? 
Yes, you know that. You want to end, fin- have, have you finish off just right. Well, my perfect pay-per-view is a six-man tag opener and then just a succession of fatal five-ways for the rest of the night. All in pole matches? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we can do, we, I'll make the call and have a fatal yeah. five-way pay-per-view. If you could call Tony. Go just Got him. Double, double or nothing. Well, fatal five-ways. I don't even need to call him. I can just text Tony. There That's how close we yeah. are. There you Ooh, go. Wow. Just get it, you. just get it done. Just get it done. Uh, we're Tony D'Angelo. I'm talking. We're talking about Tony oh. D'Angelo. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's, that's who we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about the Don. Don. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we find out from commentary that Triple H has not shown up yet. Well, that's that's probably always good when you're in the main event of pay per view. Not be yes. I was there before the main event. I guess that's really all it needs to be there for. I just love that in the Attitude Era. All of a sudden, it's like perfectly fine to just never show up until the last fucking second to do your oh, job. Oh, I, I have the time frame when he shows yeah, up. Mine's like so. the commissioner. I was like, oh, thanks, Sean, for showing the fuck up at 9.58. Right. Hey, my, all, my all-time favorite right now <laughs> I is... I think I know where you're going. Is it a couple years back with Heath Slater and Rhino showing up <laughs> sure. with like three minutes after the show? They show up after the last commercial segment of the night. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are these two doing? <laughs> It's it's legitimately seven fifty seven or whatever, and they're finally showing up to the arena. Like, Rhino's what is like, happening? Rhino's like, dude, I've been watching some old nitros. Well, trust me, we're gonna do yeah. the dash. We're gonna get on the show. Yeah, the latest I've ever seen was like two minutes left as one someone is running through the parking lot to leave the arena. Here comes Heath Slater and Rhino. Like, I don't remember who it was, but somebody's running from somebody, and then they come out of a limo, and then the other dude that was chasing is like. The hell are you guys doing just showing up? Yeah. How has nobody like done the bit where like that happens, but they're so late the doors locked, yeah. like the building shut down, yeah. they can't get in. How did they not do that with Heath Slater? How yeah. have they never yeah. done that? Like, all the lights are shut off. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, yeah, yeah. Uh, they've done that before, but it's they it, remember uh, uh, Kip James and they were the, on the wrong night. Yeah. Oops, I don't know where I'm going. They're on Sunday. Uh, we go to earlier tonight in Heat with the coach wanting to know uh, why Angle took advantage of Stephanie. Angle, <laughs> what? Angle questions the... Uh, <laughs> Jesus, coach. Uh, Angle's question of coaches is, is questioning his integrity. That's fair. So he no, just I'm leaves. not questioning your integrity. I'm questioning how many angles did you tap it from. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie then shows up. Warner if Hunter has arrived. Uh, then we see Angle entering Stephanie's locker room. <laughs> <laughs> you do this on purpose. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I tried. Can we see Angle entering Stephanie's <laughs> locker room? <laughs> I should have held it there. The locker room. That's what she said. Uh, we're going to recap of SmackDown of Angle uh, kissing Stephanie. Under my notes, I have kissing Triple H. Don't worry about that. <laughs> whoa. 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 We go to Joe, the, so, Joe, so you got to finish the show. Yeah. You can't just triangles getting weird write down shit. what you think happened. <laughs> my, oh, wait, this is my fanfic. Hang on. Let's hang recap with SummerSlam. Joe's perfect world. They shove Stephanie out of the room and just fuck. <laughs> Joe's portal starts, I'm the ding of dings. <laughs> Bow down to the ding, ding. Well, I want an oral Olympic gold medal with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> I'll fix your neck. <laughs> brother. You tear my quad, brother. <laughs> I told mine this morning. I was your asshole, brother. <laughs> well, we're going to Mike and Cole Ooh, with Shane. As uh, Shane's... Uh, they bring up how Shane has a match, but hey, let's first talk about Stephanie and how you feel about what's going on with... And then Shane proceeds to lie off his ass. First and foremost, I'm concerned about my sister Stephanie. It's like, bullshit you are. You almost forgot her name. <laughs> yeah. uh, however, as he's uh, talking, he turns around and sees Steve Blackman is lurking, and then he runs this off. This is great, actually. I mean... This is great the whole night. If, we're, if, we're, if this is a shoot, if I see Steve Blackman just lurking behind me, I'm I'm running off. It's he funny because he, he was talking and then stopped. He's like, 
Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> he, Steve Blackman is a b- bounty hunter now. Exactly. So, I yeah. would not fuck with him. Yeah, fuck you, dog. You ain't a real bounty hunter. Come on, bro, 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 calm down, bro. Uh, we're going to recap of the history between DX, of oh Road Dog, X Pac, of oh, X Pac accidentally headbutting Road Dog uh, through a table, uh, Road Dog leaving X Pac on SmackDown to be destroyed by Undertaker. So, our next match is Road Dog versus X Pac. Crowd um, fucking hates X Pac. Jesus. Uh, Jer has to make the reference of as of last year's SummerSlam. This is when they were fighting for the term DX. Now they're fighting against each other. Uh, And nobody cares. We get spots in this match of each guy knowing each other's moves. X Pac goes for the bunker buster, but Road Dog runs out, rolls out of the ring. X Pac jumps on the back of Road Dog for a sleeper. X-Pac hits a roundhouse heel kick. We get a boring chant. <laughs> X-Pac hits, hits the Bronco Buster. Road Dog hits his juke and jive punch, punches and then shake, rattles, and roll and with the knee drop. Uh, each man goes for their finisher, but then they reverse it. Road Dog goes for the pump handle slam, but X-Pac low blows him and hits the X-Factor for the win. Oh, he, uh, he pump handled that slam, too. He made sure to add the little extra to it. Well, oh, you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, four minutes and 31 seconds. You get it, guys? It's gay. It's funny. <laughs> After the match, X-Pac says no hard feelings. He wants to be a team again. Uh, sure, he won. X-Pac goes to the handshake, but Road Dog hits the pump handle slam, and Road Dog tells him to suck it. To he sodomized him, and then he hit yeah. a slam. Well, yeah, yeah. You know. What do you guys think? This match sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for Somehow Road Dog get a shitty match at X-Pac. Congratulations. It's a special breed of talent there. <laughs> I put two and a quarter. Too little. Too late. They both really need a new coat of paint. I didn't know I rhymed, but I did. <laughs> Bars. Slapping them. According to the terms these days, Who slap. Says you could fuck with the mighty Papa Dog? Slap is now back. Isn't that like a Papa, Papa Dom? Isn't that Papa a John's. Food? It's Papa John's. Papa Shango. That's what you're thinking of. Papa... Now that's what they should have done with their Godfather. <laughs> Bring his back ass. Bring, yeah. Bring back the God. Or, or Mustafa. In uh, 2022. Mustafa, yeah. no, he in 2000. Yeah, no, no. In 2022, they would. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's what. In 97, they almost did. How did they not make Keith Lee Kamala? I think they ever talked about it. Uh, they probably did. They probably discussed it. Do you think we can talk him to knock out his top four teeth and uh, act like a guy who can't talk? They actually probably prefer if he didn't talk. Vince, there might be a few issues with that. Well, goddamn, pal, we can find paint. That's not the <laughs> issue, Vince. Well, we go backstage with Eddie and China. Eddie says if China wins, he won't be jealous. But China says that uh, one of them will get lucky. Uh, we cut to Trish talking. Oh, the double entendres. We cut to Trish talking to Val about who. Uh, who wants to see China as a centerfold instead of her? No one, I don't think. But I mean, her sold really well. It did. I it, have a question, though. It sold really well. Am I the only one who can't take this serious version of Val Venus seriously with that name? Still. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. Because it's like, right? you cut you the did. hair. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. You look dopey in the all white, but you at least you changed your look. You cut the hair. You're, 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 the you're, all white doesn't do it for me. No. I can't get the all. The all white's terrible. You're doing a good job of playing a serious dude, but your your name's still Val Venus. So I, all I remember is the porn guy. Like he should have did the. 
was it Meat who switched out of it or no? Yeah, Meat went to Sean Stasia. No, it was uh, oh, god damn it, Beaver or whatever the fuck his name was. Oh, yeah, he's like that's not my fucking name. Yeah, he, like, that's what Val should have done. He's like my name is not Val Venus. Yeah, he's been stupid. Like, it's like this got my foot in the door two yeah. years ago, but this is stupid and I'm. It, that's what he should have done. It doesn't help that it's like the all white don't doesn't help work for me. The hair doesn't. Especially, especially the uh, Val Venus remix. Charlie popped up. Charlie got pumped. Charlie got hyped. Oh yeah, Jeff Hardy coming to save his brother. Val tells Trish that they need to focus on the title belt, and no one cares about a centerfold. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. Very incorrect. We get a recap of two weeks. The past two weeks of. China powerbombing Val off the apron. Trish breaking a gla- glass jug over her, uh, China's head. This, this leading to our next match. Eddie Guerrero and China versus Val Venus and Trish. An intergender tag match for the Intercontinental Championship. WCW. WCW. <laughs> uh, Eddie with the Northern Lights suplex for two. Eddie goes for a head scissors takedown, but Val holds on and and it's going to powerbomb Eddie, but Eddie flip, uh, flips over Val. China with a big clothesline to Val. Eddie and China do a flapjack to Val. Val with a stalling, a stall, stalling vertical suplex on China. China low blows Val and going to do a move, but Val backdrops China. Uh, then she hits a DDT on him. Eddie with the springboard Hurricane Rana. Eddie does a uh, drop face first on the top turnbuckle, then turns around into a powerbomb by Val. Trish gets tagged in and kicks Eddie a couple times and then tags uh, uh, until she t- he tags in China. Uh, China two, uh, with two clotheslines and a scoop slam to Trish. China goes for the springboard back elbow, but Val grabs China by the back of the head. Vi- uh, Val and Trish try to do a double clothesline, but Eddie pulls Val out. China hits a military press slam on Trish for the win. Seven minutes and four seconds. Your new intercontinental champion, China. And at the point, she was like, remember, I've been here before. I want Eddie to win. What happened there? Remember when she was feuding with, I think it was X-Pac. And, like, she looked competent in the ring. Like, oh, yeah, that's because of X-Pac. Because she looked terrible in this match. Holy are, God, are she Are you saying that work. the only guy that could have maybe walked her through the match was her partner? Yeah. Instead of the guy she was working? Yeah. And I'm not one of those that thinks Sean Marley is a, he's a, he's a worker. bad worker. He's a good worker. He's a good worker. But it takes a certain kind of talent. And Trish isn't going to I mean, Trish is going to do it. No, no. Uh, two and a half for me. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. It was a flat. It, it was exactly what it, you know, it didn't break any ground. Convoluted, WCW-like. I'm not a fan of singles titles being on the line in tag matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, China winning was an interesting turn of events. Um, they've needed to pump some life into that China Eddie storyline for a couple months now. Well, I could just end it with that too. But so at least at least this does that. It's a different dynamic again. So I guess you know, cool. And like I and like I predicted, it fully loaded. They've just ostensibly moved the China Eddie program to the Intercontinental title now instead of the European. You know, it's it's progressed. I don't think you'll be seeing Val much more in the in the title picture. Um, that's probably for the best. I really didn't need China to win here. Like I just, I thought it'd be. I think I agree. I think Eddie should have won. Already had the thing with the belt. Like we've already done that. Like I just, this does nothing for anybody. Um, I, I, 
I, De- Devil's Advocate. Shout to Keanu. If they're going to do Never anything with that Eddie China storyline, it's more interesting if she's the champ. I, I, I agree, but like the one comment that like haunts me from her like two weeks ago, like, Hey, we have a title match. I've been to the mountaintop already. I'm fine with that. You know, like, okay, yeah, it's, it was a total hill uh, comment. But the way these two are built up, she's obviously the face of the couple, right? Like, let's say they break up eventually. She's the face, right? Probably. So why would she say that line? It's right? a total dick line to say. And I definitely, I mean, I mean, we know this company, so they're definitely going to focus only on the title belt. There's not going to be any other weird storyline. It's just going to be about the title belt. Oh sure, yeah. That's definitely yeah. how it's going to go. Yep. Uh, speaking of definitely how it go, let's go back to last night to WWF New York, how they did a special radio show. To me, all of these New York uh, weekly are so cringe. They're terrible, dude. So cringe. Can, yeah. Uh, they did a special with like Cole being the host with Mick Foley as the like co-host. Uh, they had Trish, China, The Rock called in. <laughs> I don't want to hear The Rock and Foley singing songs on radio and China acting in character. Like, I would never listen to that. You, But we're, what yeah. we will listen to is that our hairdresser wanting to know what Stephanie thinks of Kurt. Is he a hunk? Or a hottie. Or a hottie. What's the difference? What do you guys think? I think he's a hunk. He's I, an Olympic gold medal. I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm a little naive on the, on the male hotness. Team hunk. I don't know what the difference is between a hunk and a hottie. I think hunk would be like Brad Pitt. Okay. And hottie, hottie would be like Jason Bateman. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I just have to throw that like random name out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> let's let's go with that. I, I don't know. I got you, but I I I don't want you to see that name out. I like Jason Bateman. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a hottie. He's a hottie. I like me some Jason Bateman. To some people, not he's me. He's funny. Name one. Yeah, <laughs> he's funny. He's a he's a he's a righteous dude. Um, oh, he's a righteous dude. They all love him. Stephanie says Kurt's a pretty good kisser. That's nice Ferris Bueller line. Mm. It is. Uh, we're gonna recap of uh, the Taz and King history. Uh, Taz oh, picking on Jr. The what? The I thought you said King. I was like yeah. the what history? Taz is King history. <laughs> oh, oh no, he's from he's from a rough part of Brooklyn. I don't want to know about the King. Yeah, history. I don't want to know whatever King's Taz might have. I guess. Well, whatever it was produced hook though. So yeah, it involves barbed wire and grappling hooks. This is foreplay. Literally. And the woman only gets to enjoy herself once because physically she's unable to the rest of her life. Never mind. Can't make that joke. (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. on. So the next match is Jerry Lawler, who was at the announce table the entire show. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to go from the table to the ring versus Taz. That was like, this is weird. (laughs) Sounds about right. Maybe they had different plans, but he's like, look, this match is only going three minutes. I'm already here. I don't need to warm up. Father's like, I got a plan, so I'm not worried about this at all. (laughs) Really Uh, putting over his opponent. Thanks, Jerry. (laughs) This whole feud has been Jerry Lawler going, Taz is tough, but I'm not worried at all. And then Jerry has to remind everybody, Taz is double tough. Right, Jerry? Jerry's like, This will be a walk in the park. (laughs) Maybe. He hasn't seen my Memphis days. Uh, Taz comes out wearing a cowboy hat and a walk a blind stick. <laughs> That's uh, funny. Taz comes over <laughs> to the table, makes fun of Jr. some more, uh, but, but King gets up and punches him. Stiff again. Jeez, Jerry Fuck. It's a work, brother. He's been saving all the stiff ones for Taz. Uh, Jerry with the drop kick. 
Uh, Jerry with the second rope flying punch. Uh, goes for it again, but Taz moves out of the way. Taz pleads for mercy, but then heads butt, uh, hits a headbutt. But it was like a low blow. Like this. It was a little headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I did. See what did there. Taz missed a top rope senton. Uh, Lawler with the pile driver. Uh, but Taz gets right back up. Taz then throws Lawler into the ref. Taz is, uh, says he's going to choke Jerry out and then going to choke JR out. Uh, Taz puts Lawler in ta- Taz's mission. JR goes over and hits Taz with a glass jar of candy. Taz is now busted open. Uh, Taz says it's got in his eye uh, as Lawler makes the cover for the win. Four minutes and 21 seconds. We've had four matches so far in this night, and the longest one was seven minutes. I'm not surprised. And it's the tag match. This is um, terrible. It wasn't good. <laughs> this sucks. I gave it a star in three quarters. This was too short to do anything. Didn't need continued interference from good old JR. And um, one thing I didn't write, but I, I do like. The good thing about Taz going to WF at this time is that you got to he got to tap into his f- funny side. He can be funny. And the chest like, cleared. That too. But he was always a super serious death machine in ECW, the baddest yeah. dude. And it was legit. He could play it. But he's also fucking funny. And you got to see even more later on on commentary. And I was like, okay, it's good to see different levels of, of wrestlers. So that worked. Uh, but this didn't work, and it's not doing him any favors. The only reason I don't like it is, like, we got Foley comedy when he was just done. Mm-hmm. Taz isn't done yet. Like, he could have saved the comedy oh, until later. That depends on who you're talking to. I think Vince thinks he's done. Well, you have a certain <laughs> superstar that might be coming up from NXT, who is NXT's number two uh, babyface, who now might be a manager in the main roster. I don't know what NXT is. They're exactly. Gonna, no gonna, one does. They're going to Adam, Adam Cole him. Yep. Checks out, right? Uh, let's go backstage with Lillian and Garcia with Shane. Uh, Lillian wants to know what Shane thinks of Angle kissing Stephanie. Uh, but we have Steve Blackman in the back. What is the storyline? Can you quit talking about my fucking sister's sex life to right? me? I don't want to fucking <laughs> know about Jesus it. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, I was the first guy that I was like, why would he fucking care? And he you doesn't. Know, I've, I've, thought oh long about, I've thought long about my sister's sex life, and let me tell you this. He you was know, going she to. She doesn't do anal he, he was going to tell all the deets, but then Steve Blackman shows the, up again. The only person who cares, he cares less about is Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, man. So uh, Blackman shows up and chases them off. We get a recap of Monday of Sh- uh, Shane having the, his guys attack Steve for him to win the Hardcore Championship, leading to our next match for the Hardcore Championship, Shane McMahon versus Steve Blackman. I don't remember this coming out of nowhere. Me too. Like just in the last week. Me too. I don't remember that. I don't like this. Like the end here is one of like, more one of, one of the most like historic kind of monumental things that they show constant on bumps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I never knew how we got to this point. It actually, we'll talk and, about it at the end, but it actually lessened the bump for me thinking like, like if it had come off of like a month long build, not a two week, but build. just like, boom, out of nowhere. Like, and then you do that. All right. Yeah. Uh, Shane doesn't want to get in the ring, but Blackman throws a kendo stick and Shane throws it right back. Uh, <laughs> Blackman gives Shane the kendo stick and turns around Shane grabs it and goes for the swing, but Blackman blocks it. Shane runs through the crowd, but Blackman meets him on the other side with a trash can. Blackman with a scissor kick to the, off the bar- barricade. 
Uh, Blackman attacks Shane with the trash can, hits him in the back of the knee and the back of the head. He pushes the trash can around Shane and attacks it with the, his sticks. And then he uh, sidekicks the trash can. Uh, Blackman uh, puts a leather strap around Shane's neck and throws him in the ring. Uh, in the ring, sets Shane up on the second rope and throws him to the ground. Blackman chokes Shane with the strap until TNA comes out to attack Blackman. Albert hits the Albert bomb and they do the uh, TNA uh, throw Blackman into a trash can. Tess hits the flying elbow onto the trash can. TNA hold Blackman up for Shane to get some cheap shots in. Shane tries to uh, use the trash can lid, but Blackman uh, kicks it in his face and uh, tries to fight off TNA, but he can't. Shane hits the uh, flying sign, uh, uh, f- a flying elbow to the back of the, to the head. Shane uh, drags uh, Blackman to the, to the ramp with TNA's help. T- uh, Tess tries to drop a speaker on Blackman, but he moves out of the way. That's rude. Albert tries to hit Blackman with a kendo stick, but Blackman pulls Tess in front of him and uh, Blackman gets the kendo stick to hit Shane and uh, uh, fight off TNA. Uh, Shane then runs off and runs away and he starts to climb the set. Blackman then climbs the set following Shane with a kendo stick. He hits Shane multiple times and then Shane falls off the set through the stage. And then Steve Blackman decides to welcome to Jackass and does a flying elbow drop onto Shane for the win. Good. Your new hardcore champion, Steve Blackman, 10 minutes and 17 seconds. No way that elbow drop felt good. That had to hurt so bad. It's funny uh, you say that because I'm sure it did. But the Shane bump is so iconic. I always forget Steve drops an elbow on him. Mm-hmm. Jeez, they they always they always show the Shane bump, and then that's about it. And Blackman looked like <laughs> oh no no okay oh, good oh thank that's God that's what I thought it hit him <laughs> yeah. first. <laughs> I was like no 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 no. Uh, it did not look like Blackman wanted to be doing that elbow drop. Mm-mm. He looked hesitant as fuck to jump off that fucking thing. He's like. I'm. What am I doing? What What are we doing here? It was a fun little brawl. I mean, Shane just. He, this is what he Shane does, man. He just. I gave it two and three quarters. Uh, this was fun and spotty. Perfectly fine for this division to be that yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, Shane has the biggest balls on earth. That's what I put. Uh, the only issue I have it, I, I will talk about later. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to it later. Uh, and also, kind of weird. But I feel like the hardcore division has kind of passed its usefulness. Mm-hmm. They just kind of need to make it the comedy thing again. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really a serious division because it was it was a joke because like the crashes thing it was fun. It was a joke because they gave it to Foley to begin the show begin begin its run as a joke, and then it got serious for a bit, and then it went to crash. That made it funny, and then they were going back to the serious part of Steve Blackman now. You can even do comedy with Blackman. The comedy can be that everybody's so scared of him, nobody wants to cash in on the 24-7. tripping over shit. Yeah. 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 You could do comedy still. And they kind of did that. And Blackman's funny playing the straight guy. Yeah. They kind of did that with with the somewhat build-up here with Shane having the posse go, hey, you guys are champs, right? Go get the title. Or bring back head cheese, either way. 
I want uh, 100% less Al Snow on my television, and I'll be happy. Well, more on that later. Yeah, I don't uh, get my wish. Shane gets uh, <laughs> stretched out. Uh, commentary talks about what just happens. We see Shane being put in an ambulance. That makes sense. And oddly enough, right before he gets put in an ambulance, somebody asks him, Hey, that was your how sister. do you feel about your Stephanie's sister Stephanie's sex life? Good. Did you know Stephanie could deep up that well? <laughs> no, I didn't. But now, but now, <laughs> we see Stephanie freaking out. Kurt comes in and wants to talk to Stephanie. Uh, Kurt's such a dick. Kurt. Hey, I think your brother's dead. We're back at ten. <laughs> no, talk real quick. no, no, no. He just, he just tells her that he thinks he got the wind knocked oh, out of he's him. He's fine. I think he just got the wind knocked out of him. Yeah. Anyway, he's fine. let her on tonight. And I'm like, God damn. God damn it, Kurt. No means no, bro. You're in the friend zone. Uh, Kurt gives Stephanie a hug as Foley walks in. Uh, Foley says he's landed on his. Uh, He's uh, that he landed on his key, uh, kisser, and maybe should go. You should go check on him. <laughs> so let's get. We get a recap of the Chris Benoit Chris Jericho history. As our next match is Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho in a two out of three falls match. Uh, they brought brawl to start the match. Uh, they fall all the way. Uh, they fight all the way to the outside, and they have to, uh, they take the ref with them. Benoit lifts Jericho uh, into the post on the outside. Jericho springboards Benoit in the corner. And then Jericho hits a release belly-to-back suplex. Benoit hits a shoulder breaker that looks like a tombstone. Uh, Jericho hits the bulldog and goes for the moon lion salt, but Benoit gets his knees up. Benoit puts Jericho in the crossface, and after a bit, Jericho taps. Fall one, Chris Benoit. Uh, we go right in the second fall as Benoit, Benoit puts Jericho back in the crossface, but he's able to get to the ropes. Benoit attacks Jericho's shoulder. He throws uh, Jericho's shoulder uh, into the post and brings Jericho back into the ring. Uh, and Benoit throws uh, him back into the post multiple times, or into multiple posts. Jericho tries to fight off Benoit, but Benoit ducks a punch, but then Benoit does the belly-to-back suplex. Benoit goes for another belly-to-back suplex, but Jericho rolls, rolls through, and Jericho is able to put Benoit on the walls of Jericho. Benoit reaches for the rope, but Jericho pulls Benoit back in and drops the knee on the back of the head for him to drop, uh, to tap. So now it's 1-1. The best part is this. I remember, but it's not in my notes. That is, Jericho starts attacking Benoit right after, and Lawler going back to his heel of... Hey, why is he not giving him some break uh, rest? You know the pin, the fall hasn't started yet. That's not how it goes. Well, this fall before uh, Benoit just attacked him straight straight ahead. Uh, so it's one one now. Ty uh, Jericho hits the top uh, rope back elbow. Benoit goes for a power bomb, but Jericho lands on his feet and goes for his own. But they they both they fall, and uh, it's the bridge pin for both of them for them to lift up on top of each other. Jericho with a super Frankenstein gets a long two. Jericho with multiple clotheslines and a spinning heel kick. Lawler at this point says, I, I, I can let you know one thing. A Chris will win this match. Uh, Jericho hits the lion salt but hurts, hurts his shoulder and can't roll up. Uh, uh, Benoit rolls to the ropes. Uh, Jericho rolls Benoit, to, but Benoit rolls through. And... Uh, Rolls up Jericho and grabs the ropes for the win. So your winner, Chris Benoit, 13 minutes and one second. What did you guys think of the two out of three falls? 
Uh, I don't generally like these matches because they 99% of the time go to the third fall, so the first two are irrelevant, which sucks. I also, this, they've had better matches. This was kind of eh for me. Corey, has there ever been a two out of three falls match that ended after two? Or that you There's might There's been a couple, yeah. for sure. Yeah? It, it, it happens. Yeah, I've seen them. I've never seen one. That's why I was asking. Generally speaking, they go to three falls. They, That's why I was well, asking. That's because they've never, I don't think they've done one like that since the 80s. Okay. I could be wrong. I think but, WCW, I feel like WCW did one. They ended after two. They might have. But yeah, most of the time, um, just go three. Yeah. I mean, I gave this three and a half, which is on the low end for these two. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I feel like this is too quick of a time frame for two out of three falls. I feel like they shoved a 35-minute match into a 13-minute match, and that suffered. Uh, should have just had one good one-fall match is what I put. So, yeah. And uh, then just have, like, the uh, – God, who was it? It was Booker Benoit. Just, like, over the course of a few weeks, just yeah. have it become a best of seven or whatever. A swing and a miss here. Yeah. yeah. A good swing and a miss because a three and a half, it was still an enjoyable match. Still the best match of the cards so far. But these two, so. I mean, it would be tough for these two to stink it. You know what I mean? Like have a stinker. It's just nowhere near their upper level. Yeah. I've, we, Jesus. Do you think Do you think if they gave this more time? Yes. I, like I said, I think they shoved a 35-minute match into a 13-minute match. Give these two 35 minutes and let them do two out of three falls, where they tell a story in those two out of three falls. Because the best two out of three falls matches are the ones where there's a story within the match. Like, let's say the heel has to do something cheap to win the first fall Mm -hmm. where they injure your leg and you're working from a disadvantage in the second fall. They keep working on it. You get a lucky roll up in the second fall. But But then the heel's still like full of vim and vigor because that was a lucky roll up and I've got one more fall and you're still fucking hurt. And then you build on that. Like, it's, those are the best two out of three. Not just where there's three pinfalls or something, and you just, you know, okay, fine. I know it's a little different, but it, like it, it's like the uh, Rock-Triple H Iron Man match, like that one fall that Triple H loses because he attacks the Rock with a chair. Yeah, it's he like, sacrifices a fall. Yeah, just to, to beat the, the crap out of him. That's a good move. Yeah. Like, stuff like that, That that's what makes those two out of three falls matches good, and they don't do that anymore. Now they just think, okay, let's just have three quick matches. It's almost like they take the Lucha side. Lucha is famous for two out of three falls matches. Unfortunately, Lucha is almost is also famous for the first two falls being within the first five minutes of the match. And, and then, then just it's have a 30-minute 30 30 minute minute yeah. <laughs> final match. Why don't you just do the... And nobody knows why. It's just how they do it. So, um, Speaking of Triple H, he has now arrived in the arena. Oh, about fucking time. One hour and 25 minutes Damn, into dog. the show. A lot of shit's happening, bro. <laughs> a lot of shit's gone down. You have been the topic of discussion. You might want to be here. And our tops off. What? What? A uh, re- recap of Kurt kissing Stephanie on SmackDown, and then do. Kurt hugging her this uh, earlier in the show. Hug life. The the hug looks scurvier than the kiss. Yeah. Then we're gonna recap of how we got to our next match. T L C. Oh my! Ooh, we're gonna have a tender, loving care match. Yes, we are. As our next oh, match is this between Kurt and Stephanie. It's about to be. There it is. What? As our next match is for the WWF Tag Team Championships in a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian. And boy, do them Hardys get the hometown pop. Yeah, they do. Uh, Hardys run down to start. uh, They come out last. I would hope so. Uh, And they they run down to start a brawl. The uh, 
I love my uh, my my phone auto corrected to the Harrys. Uh, <laughs> oh, my my phone last match. I'm going to tell you this. My phone auto. This is how it's spelled: Jericho, J E R eight C H nine. The guy, what? Jericho. Jer- is, Jer- is that a rapper? Apparently. About to be. Uh, Hardy's used a chair uh, on all the other teams. Matt chucks a chair, uh, uh, autocorrected, uh, chucked a hair at Bubba. It's rude. We threw it fucking hard, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Hardy's trying to do poetry in motion, but Bubba chucks a chair there back at Jeff. There's your receipt. Your receipt. <laughs> your receipt. I, don't, I don't know Jeff did the situation, but thanks. <laughs> Christian used a chair to do a, uh, to jump and do a crossbody on the Devon. Edge tries to run Bubba into a ladder, but Bubba drops the ladder onto Edge. Uh, Bubba goes for the titles, but the Hardys double powerbomb him. Jeff goes, is going for the titles, but Devon tries to stop him, but Edge, Russian leg swoops both men off the ladder. Je- uh, Christian goes for the titles, but Bubba hits a bubble bomb off the ladder. Ouch. No way that feels good on either of them. Holy oh, fuck, coxics. dude. You're coxic. Because at least, like, if you're doing, like, a leg drop off of the top, but you're, like... Jumping at an angle, they're like, jumping straight, straight the fuck down, down, dude. Jeff's going. Oh, for, Jeff hurts thinking about it, right? Jeff's going for the titles again, but Ed shoves Jeff off, and Jeff falls onto a ladder, and uh, it seesaws it into Matt's face because it's it's leaned up, it's laying across another ladder, and just boom, that's a and crazy ricochet. spot. I ain't doing it. How how in the like. It's that crazy thing of that spot is like the one like I think more dangerous because look at uh, oh, Joey, sure Joey Mercury. It's for sure. But is. it's like how many times have they done that and it's only felt like what once in WWE in Dumb WWE WF. Dumb luck. Uh, Devon jumps off the ladder and does a flying headbutt to Edge. The was up. Uh, Dudley's bringing a table and they 3D uh, Christian through it. Dudley stacked two tables on top of each other on the outside, so a stack of four. Uh, Bubba's going to powerbomb Jeff to the outside, but Edge hits both Dudleys with a, chi- a chair. Uh, Matt hits a Trista Fate, or on my phone said Trista Date, on Edge. Uh, Matt does his leg drop off the ladder to Edge, and Jeff leapfrogs the other ladder to hit his own leg drop. Classic Hardy spot. Is this Matt- they did it? No, uh, they've done Jeff's it before. before. Jeff's done it before. Uh, Matt sandwiches Edge between the ladder, and Matt throws Christian on top of the on top of Edge. And this That's, is where he broke the ladder. That ladder was fucked, dude. This was nuts. Jeff puts Bubba on a table, and Jeff climbs a large ladder and goes to the Swanton. But Bubba moves, and Jeff goes through the table. Such a giant ladder! Oh my god! Dude. Jeff's still doing it to you this climb day. Climb on top of that, Corey. Can climb up that ladder. No, you're good. No. What, what if you don't? What if you don't have to jump? No. Okay. Just no. I don't like heights that are wobbly. Okay. Yeah. Matt brings in the, the large ladder. Matt and Devon climb the ladder, but Christian hits reverse DDT on Matt and Edge, uh, and Devon fall uh, onto the top rope. Matt be, uh, Bubba begins to climb the ladder and get the titles, but Edge and Christian shove the ladder. Bubba then going through the four tables on the outside. Well, two of them. He missed the bottom two. Yeah. <laughs> four out. Two out of four. You know, fifty percent. Four out of ten. Edge and Christian begin to climb the ladder, but Lita comes out and shoves the ladder, making Edge and Christian get rung up on the top rope. Ouch. Matt go, gets up and climbs the ladder, but Devon shoves the ladder backwards, and Matt goes through two tables, which I honestly did not know was there. So, uh, I had this in my notes. That is the worst bump of the match. Yeah. No, no not a chance. No chance. Like, I would... 
you take the Bubba theoretically spot. take the Bubba and the Jeff Hardy because you can see where we're going. Yeah. He yeah. falls backwards and hopes the fuck he doesn't smash his neck on that barrier. Which he came close to. Fuck that spot, dude. Mm. I did not know those tables, to be honest. I was like, oh, I shit. I remember that spot. It is the absolute worst spot of that match. Yeah. Holy fuck, I'm not dude. surprised he's the one who did it. He did win the Fear Factor when the WWF guys did I it. I remember that. Uh, Lita goes Jesus and checks on Matt, Christ. but Edge spears her to she live in he speared her. And she came so close to busting her head in that ladder. She came so close. Uh, Jeff and Devon climb the ladder and fight to the top, and the ladder falls, and they're both hanging by the titles. Devon falls, and Edge and Christian use the just chuck a ladder at Jeff to get him down. <laughs> uh, fun fact I liked is that Devon uh, is afraid of heights, so he hates these ladder matches. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Edge and Christian then climb the ladder and grab the titles for the win. 18 minutes and 38 seconds. Everyone need help to the back. Oh, yeah. This uh, this match is fucking nuts. Holy fuck, dude. I, uh, I'll make one point I was going to make real quick before Corey gives his rating. Uh, so this is why I hated that Shane spot earlier in the night. Oh, yeah. If you're going to do all of this, why the fuck is Shane doing that spot first? That's a good point. That's an excellent point. Should've I hated happen. it, dude. But here's, here, here's a... Ugh. Let me ask you guys this. If you watched it live, or if you were in the arena, going through all that chaos, do you think your mind would go, or Shane did it earlier, or do you think, since you're in the hype, you're in all that, like, everything that you just witnessed for 20-some-odd minutes, yeah. would you would you go, where well, Shane did that big jump spot 20 Shane's minutes Shane's look crazier than yeah. anything they did. Yeah. Okay, so... But you know, what, you know what I'm trying to say I, I is said, that the, at the moment you you wouldn't be thinking like, oh, crap. That. Well, I said I forgot about it, but what I mean is I forgot to bring that up. Mm-hmm. The average fan, maybe not, but a hardcore fan like me, yeah. when I watched this back to the day, I thought, man, Shane shouldn't have done that bump. Yeah. Because that's the first thing I thought when I was halfway through this match. It's like, these guys are doing crazy-ass shit, and they got balls of steel. But that dude just fell from like 60 feet. So, yeah, as high as tall as that ladder was for Jeff, Shane's was two times higher than that. Yeah. So it, I, it, by by wrestling rules that they just don't ignore, they ignore now. Like, they should have done it. Yeah. As you think about it, like Owen, and I love that, by the way. Owen fell from twenty five feet higher than Shane fell from. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. He was so far up that stage, and Shane did just did a backdrop. You know, like he just like, went, when oh, Sting, here we go. like when they did that stunt Sting splash. Yeah. Sting was probably clearly close to that, but there was a huge platform he fell yeah. on. He didn't fall nearly as far. No, no. Shane fell fucking 45 feet, dude. Bent just backwards. Like, oh, here yeah. I go. Like, fuck that. <coughs> See, it, but, it takes away some of these spots these guys did. You, can, can I, let me ask you guys this then. What? What? Since it, it is, you know, you guys are saying it does hit this match a little. Do you think it would if it happened after? No. The rule is... Or just before. No, the rule is you, if you're going to have a match that's high on stuff like this, you don't do anything like it later, early on or later in the yeah. card. No, just you, one match it. gets it. Um, Jim, did you listen to the WrestleMania interview? You know I where did. I'm going with I this? Do. He's a thousand percent right. And because yep. Steve Austin's a, uh, a fucking pro, he's like, Let me, tell me, he asked his co-host, let me tell you something. Did you uh, notice anybody going into the crowd, fighting into the crowd before the Austin-Owens match that night? Did you notice anybody using a lot of plunder? Did you notice anything? No. no table spots. No table spots, but because it was happening in that match. And Austin, he's old school. He knows. The, he told the agents, don't do any of that shit in, the, in your matches because we're doing it. The only crazy thing is yeah, the Knoxville. Yeah. Knoxville. That was the next night. That yep. was the next night. So, yeah. 
That's the unwritten rule, and it needs to be used now more in both companies. Especially a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> look, at you, look at you, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> AEW could... Text them. AEW could really learn from this one. <laughs> if you want to maximize those moments, you don't do them later or earlier in the card. You leave it alone. Um, or weekly. Yes. So, but... You know. But... <laughs> I gave this four and a quarter. Yep. This was spectacular. These six took years off of their career. Mm-hmm. ENC keep the straps, which I was kind of surprised at. <laughs> I I was only because I know that stat about edge and ladder matches. Yeah, so that's I was true. like, well, I know this one in the match. And um, <laughs> it's scary to think what could happen next because each and every time these three now, but it started with just two teams. They have to top from themselves. October of last year. Yeah. They topped themselves at Mania. And then they topped them. They topped themselves at the tables match in January. Then they topped themselves at Mania, and then they've topped themselves here. And it's like this is getting to a scary clip. I wanted to ask you that. So you last year, I believe they gave that match five stars. Mm-hmm. Is this better than that match or no? I prefer the uh, tip match. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The was the ladder match last year, right? October. Yes. Yeah. I prefer that match. I think there's actually more structure to it, even with the high spots and all that. Uh, this is the first one I arguably like the WrestleMania 2000 match better than this one too. Where's I the am match? excited to see it again because I I think I do too, but I, I want to well, remember. I'm talking about the 2000 one where it was just the table. Oh, match. I see, I see, I see. I He's think thinking I, like, the next I one. like that one better gotcha. than this too. Uh, I but I mean I like this still. Um, it's just I think the other two had better structure. This almost it skirts the line. It doesn't quite go there. But this match almost is just like, okay, who can do as many high spots quickly? And that mat spot scared the fucking piss <laughs> right. out of me, dude. That's the one. To this day, I remember that one. Is that's, I would never do that. It scares Ever. the absolute shit out of me. You want me to trust fall out of the ring on top of a ladder? Because if you notice, like, so when Bubba was setting his up, he was, like, looking and measuring the ladder. Yeah. yeah. They didn't measure him. Like, Jeff just, or Matt was on top of it, and they just, he pushed him and just. Good luck. Hoped, like, fuck, he fell correctly. And he came close. It was so close. Yeah. Nope. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Let's, get, let's move on to backstage. Yeah, follow that, by the Just way. Just realized my phone is rapidly dying, so let's go to the next match. Okay. Uh, backstage, we see Triple H yelling at Stephanie. <laughs> trying to memorize my thoughts for the last match here. <laughs> uh, for, the, uh, for letting the kiss happen, Stephanie says that Kurt took advantage of her. Oh, no. choice of words. All right. Triple H tells Stephanie, stay away from one, Kurt Angle. Our next match is a thong stink face match as it's Miss Kitty with versus Terry. We can, we can quickly go through this one. Uh, Rikishi, uh, the whole recap is Rikishi stink face Terry on the behalf of Miss Kitty. It's not the same. Nope. <laughs> um, we want the Terry stink face. I do. Just saying. The women tussle. Miss Kitty, uh, Terry comes down, but uh, Saturn puts a uh, towel on. Uh uh, where we go? Miss Kitty. Uranus. Miss Kitty hits the Bronco Buster and goes to the stink face, but Perry shoves Miss Kitty down. Terry hits a bulldog. She drags Miss Kitty in the corner and slaps her. Terry goes to the stink face, but Miss Kitty kicks Terry into the rough. Al gives Kitty head, and what? then she <laughs> she hits Terry with head. Al hits Saturn with head. And then Kitty stink faces Terry for the win. Three minutes and seven seconds. Kinky. Um. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't rate. There's no rating for this. This, okay. this I said, fuck this. Yeah, got it. I, I will write? say this. I will say over WrestleMania weekend in 2022, 
at a convention, uh, Jerry Lawler met up with Miss Kitty. Oh, awkward. Mm. Well, they, they, they did a picture together. They gave her a working punch? And I <laughs> wish. I will tell you this, though. I know he's had surgery, and lots of it, Lawler has. Yeah. But Miss Kitty looks about 20 years older than Jerry Lawler now. Checks out. <laughs> For this, yeah. I wrote Terry and Kitty segment. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> there we go. Close to my fuck this. Then we see WF New York, APA just drinking there. Of course. And then we get a history of Kane turning on Undertaker. <laughs> Again, he burned his parents to death. I, I, he's, the, he's the face here. I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, no matter how you scream, just, no matter really how you look at it. Kane's the face in this feud. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> so our next match is Kane versus The Undertaker. Kane has new gear. Yeah, like it's the it. uh, tank top cane. It's the, it's the updated cane look. I hate it. Yeah, I it like sucks. it. I liked it only because I, I. I'll tell you what. The only reason I didn't like I liked it is I just think it's good to get a fresh coat of paint every couple of years. Um, Although it does shoot the theory that his body's covered in scars all to hell. So then they really shoot it later in the match. Tried to know about it until I watched it. <laughs> yep, uh, same here. Uh, Kane yeah. Undertaker brawl on the ramp. Kane tries to use a chair, but Undertaker. Uh, Throws a punch into the gut of Kane. Kane. Undertaker then hits Kane in the back with the chair. Ref says that uh, commentary says that the ref said he's going to let it go tonight, so they can do whatever they want. <laughs> I mean, you can stop. <laughs> Undertaker tries to rip the mask of Kane off uh, during the match. So we're out, that was throwing me off for Kane a minute. Kane a lucha. Kane missed hitting the Undertaker in the head with the steps. Kane throws the steps at Kane. What? He throws the steps at still steps at him. You said Kane throws the steps at Kane. Undertaker throws steps Kane yeah. at, at Kane. Uh, Kane's not busted open. Uh, Kane gets multiple uppercuts, and then Undertaker spears Kane and then tries to rip his mask off. They both go for the choke slam, but Undertaker low blows Kane. And then they both go to the ground, and then Undertaker yanks the mask off of Kane. Kane then just leaves, and then Undertaker music plays. This match may or may not happen at 7 minutes and 33 seconds. See what I mean? Everything you just described has Kane as the babyface and Undertaker as yep. the heel. Tell me one babyface thing Taker did. I had no idea they unmasked him here. Yep. No idea. I remember being pissed when it happened. I was like, what the fuck, man? Um, also, quite real quickly, um, nothing happens. Out of it. <laughs> it's just, he's just back with a mask the next time. But yes, no, uh, it's a, another thing for Taker to do. Um, I thought this sucked, whether it was a real match or not. Um, it was I, terrible. I just put star and a half. Uh, this was no good. Damn, this sucked. What was the point? Yep. Yep. And um, I don't know the answer. Okay. Except for to make Undertaker's character more fucking annoying than it already was. You've done it now. And I remember liking the character when I was 20, I think. Me, anyway. I did. Yeah. But, man. We go backstage. We see Angle trying to call somebody and find out that it's Stephanie. Was it Road Dog? His mama? No, you didn't. Oh, you didn't know? Dog. It was Stephanie, yeah. but Stephanie, but Stephanie acts like it's Linda. It this was actually really funny. And Triple H, hi, like, mom, hi, mom. Hey, is that your mom? Can I talk to her? <laughs> she hands over Triple H. Yeah, Triple H, the phone, huh? She hung that up. That was actually really funny. It was a really good skit. <laughs> yeah. So we get a recap of our main event and how we got here. Triple H and Kurt Angle. Oh yeah, the Rocks in this match too. <laughs> It's just the first time they've mentioned The Rock in the pay-per-view? Yeah. Well, <laughs> besides the opening promo? Again, yes. most over guy in your company, biggest star in the business right now. Could have fooled me. It's almost like that we don't need to make like he's The Rock. And yeah. It's almost like that kind of thing. So yeah, it's that's a, a bold call. It's that's stupid. Bold I wouldn't do that. It's dumb. But. I don't remember them doing that with Hogan in the 80s. Oh, by the way, Hogan's here. What? So it's a triple threat match for the WWF Championship. 
Uh, Angle before the match wants to apologize, and he would like to apologize for not uh, doing it a, a lot heck of a sooner uh, uh, in a heck of a lot sooner. He says that he gave Stephanie more passion than Triple H would ever would. Excuse me. <laughs> Damn, dude. And then that that after he said that could fucking Triple H barges down to the <laughs> ring to attack one. How Angle. many times have I said it? Angle Triple H is the best thing on TV. Because he don't, oh man, he just comes out like, bitch, I will kill a motherfucker. He doesn't stop to the water post. He doesn't point to the crowd. He throws the water straight. He, he throws dumps it, the... just chucks the water and fucking comes at it. Yeah. I wait till my what the fuck moment. Ooh. Uh, Earl tries to stop Triple H, but Triple H shoves Earl to the ground. Angle throws Triple H head uh, off the top of the steel nah, steps. I shot Earl over where was at. Triple H throws <laughs> Angle off the steel steps. Hunter shot. Triple H <laughs> then. Tries to pedigree one Kurt Angle on the expansion announce table. <sighs> Operative word there. Tries. Tries. However, as he's jumping up, the table breaks and Angle's head hits the ground and then Triple H landing on top of him while he held his hands because of the like sudden break. So in my head, I was like, I was like, is this the spot? And then it was. Yep. I was like, oh my god, Kurt hit so hard. Holy shit. And then fuck, here, here's dude. the thing. Angle's trying to get up. Triple yep. H goes over him and yells at him, stay down. He has no fucking idea where he is. He tells him to stay down. Then Triple H continues on with the match, going to get the sledgehammer. But that's when the rock comes out. So now... Something tells me early. <laughs> yeah, somebody was like, yeah, rock, you're you're out. <laughs> so, so Triple H goes into the ring, and then we have the match between the rock and Triple H. His commentary is like, angles out. We see EMTs <laughs> checking on him, and he's like he's like trying to stand up, and they're like sit sit the down. fuck down, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, so here's here's then here's what I, ha- I want to bring up now. So Triple H backdrops uh, drops Rock on the announce table. Angle is getting stretchered out. Yep. Triple H then runs up to Angle and starts. Uh, Punching him, yep. uh, punching him. <laughs> Call it that. But uh, do you think it's just him going out there to see? He's seen he's, oh, how bad he is. Yeah, he was what? seeing. He was seeing. He was like, gauging how bad he is because they have a whole match that's been figured out. Right. Yeah, and he was Rock trying to figure and, out what they had to do. Rock and him need to know: Do we just start from scratch on our own yep. shit? Which I think that's a smart play of the fact. Even though, even though Angle was supposed to go out of the match, this is him legit hurt going. He goes out there, throws his punches, wrestling punches by barely missing, but it looks like he's hitting. He's making the noises, and he like and checking Angle with was the probably doctor. Like I'm good, I'll be back. I'm good, I'll be back. Someone's saying like we're we'll figuring out. We're we'll figuring you know, it out. Yeah, it was 2000. They didn't care about that, so so we're we'll figuring it out. <laughs> Wasn't this though just about this time they started caring like in football? Uh, wasn't no. it to, I thought it was like this it wasn't until after Chris Nowitzki retired that anybody uh, started caring because he started that Boston Institute. Nobody cared until then. So you have to get it's, through Chris Nowitzki before anybody gives a fuck about this. So we got about four more years. Yeah, nobody right. gives a fuck about this shit. Yeah. Well, that's evident later on. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. It is. So Rock runs up and they clothesline Triple H. Yep. Uh, Rock slingshots Triple H into the structure that they have. Then we see... You know what I was thinking about when he did that move? That it's the... Uh, Maybe the best move Triple H does. Because throw somebody into steel barricade. No, no. He, when he's taking the it. slingshot, oh, yeah. because it's the one move that he troll he controls completely, and he can make it look fantastic because he controls the distance and what he hits and everything else. But it looks violent. Whenever anybody, because you know Triple H is maybe one of the more 
It doesn't divisive. Shit everybody else does it. Divisive yeah. wrestlers in history. He's a great worker. Whenever people say he can't work, oh, I always point towards 2000. Show me he can't work. He's, he's a, a great worker. He's a great he, worker. The, the, with Triple H, it's the, you know, the slingshot it's the move. It's the it, Yeah, it's the that. And then, like, the slingshot move, good old JR, that's his worst like, move in the history. But it's like, watch Triple no. H sell it. He's he, going to sell it like crazy. He got ahead because of backstage stuff. When that bell rings, bell to bell, where does he go wrong? That's all him, dude. That's all him. Well, that and a lot of people don't like his more deliberate style. I personally love it because I came up on fucking Harley Race, mm-hmm. and half of Triple and H's game shit is Harley Race. And it's also it's deli- sort of deliberate, but like Randy Orton's deliberate. He's yeah. not that. Yeah, he's not. His matches are fucking boring. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ! But that's right. That that is why Triple H is the cer- cerebral assassin. Yeah. Assassin that he is. You know, he, he, the King of Dings. There it is. The ding of ding. Ding-a-dings. The dingus of dingus. Uh, We see Stephanie uh, checking on Angle in the back. Stephanie comes out, but Triple H yells at her that she's not supposed to be here. Hey, bitch. Uh, Triple H hits a high knee on the rock for the two. High knee. Shoved his ass in his face? No. Shut up. Harley Race. Uh, I told you, half his shit is just Harley Race. Triple H tells Stephanie. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty successful. It's not bad. Well, you stop. No. Uh, uh, Triple H tells Stephanie to get the belt. Stephanie gets in and accidentally hits Triple H with the belt, and The Rock gets a two. Stephanie tries to leave, but The Rock grabs her by the hair. Triple H low blows The Rock. Babyface grabs her by the hair. I I will say real quick once Angle left the match, though, the crowd woke up. They were so into the Triple H Rock stuff. But was it because Angle went out, or is it just because the last two matches were deliberate cooldown segments? And I don't like, think we're super into the Angle stuff until Rock came out. Uh, Triple H tells Stephanie to leave. Uh, Triple H grabs the sledgehammer, but the Rock's able to get it out of his hands. Triple H throws Rock uh, off the ropes, and Triple H hits him in the gut with it. Rock, uh, Triple so H is yelling. Yeah. He's goddamn sledgehammer. Get it out. Uh, Triple H kicks The Rock <laughs> uh, multiple times in the gut and then puts The Rock in the corner and does a multiple shoulder tackles the into The Rock. over into the ropes? No. Okay. He, uh, he's attacking the gut now because, <laughs> once again, he just hit him with the sledgehammer, so he's attacking the wound and gut. Triple H picks up The Rock and rams him into the post. He attacks the body of The Rock. Continue. Uh, Triple H goes to the top rope, but Rock does a superplex. Once again, Triple H, here's his Ric Flair. Can never get the top rope move. He gets thrown off or superplex every time. See, I don't know how he can't work. He just cosplays all the great wrestlers. He's talking yeah, about he does Ric Flair. He does Holly Race. He does Scott, Scott Hall. Come on, guy. What are we doing? But Put it all together. He's not doing Glacier. What the fuck are we doing here? He's Put, doing all the good ones. Puts it all together with a spectacular finisher that nobody had seen before. Great physique. Instant success. Nice, you know. Bow down on the king. We see him backstage with Stephanie asking <laughs> Kurt uh, to go help Hunter. And Angle says, anything for you. Uh, Rocky with the belly-to-belly. Stephanie is dragging Kurt and telling him what to do. Do anything for love. But I won't do that. That's what Angle Angle should have said. By that, he means Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Triple H throws Rock off the ropes, and you can clearly hear Triple H yell at Angle to grab his foot. Um, well, I don't blame him this time. Kurt's unconscious. No, 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 no. no. He, 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 I, I don't. That, me putting that in my notes. That's not a bad thing. That's once again Triple H trying to do his own stuff and help Kurt. Unlike Cena, I'd have been fine if Triple H grabbed Jimmy Hart's megaphone and yelled at it. <laughs> there's a honestly, there's 
maybe nobody in that company at that time that would have been better in this position than Triple H. No, no one else would have handled this as well. He knew exactly what to do. Maybe, well, maybe X Pac. I don't, well, I don't know. Apart with all those concussions, he had Lawler, Lawler maybe. Lawler so, are, so you're trying to tell me click members know how to run a match? Yeah. Well, well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't some, say that. Some, yeah. some do. Uh, Triple H does. I wouldn't say but like the other this, ones. But in this, Sean, situ- in this situation, God, I wish NXT had been pink and black. Brett's <laughs> always right. So it's, in it's this, still be around. <laughs> in this situation, Triple H is the best man for the job. I think so. He's he is. Let's it, not test. Here's the thing: is is Triple H? Triple H is the captain of WF right now. Rock is the showman. He's the but Tri- Triple tri- H is the one steering it. Yeah. Yes, it's Rock is the star. Rock yeah. is the XO that everybody likes. But Triple uh, H is the captain nobody wants. You yes. know who else would have been able to with experience and knowledge? So, so, <laughs> so, so tri- Triple H is Gene Hackman. The Rock is Denzel. Yeah, he's not there around right now. But Austin could on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. For and, sure. and what's better with Austin, and, and, and it, it's two, it's two different ways. But Austin would have would have been able to grab the guy and had the walking brawl where no one really gets hurt, and you wouldn't even notice there was no concussion possibly. Could Austin have done it though? Because I give you the one heart match. <laughs> could he have done it? Because <laughs> he didn't do it there. Well, you know. <laughs> you know. Uh, so Rocket's trip by angle. Uh, Triple H pedigrees the Rock and put uh, puts his foot close. So Angle can pull it out. That is when Stephanie's telling Kurt to grab the Rock's foot. So in this match right now, you have Triple H and Stephanie helping Kurt Angle. Um, <laughs> it's weird too. Like, uh, we'll, we'll just finish. Let me finish. Yeah. At the end, there's a whole lot to take out. Angle of this. Uh, throws Triple H into steps. He does a belly to belly to the Rock. Rock then throws his uh, does his own uh, to Kurt. Uh, Rock throws Angle into Triple H, who jumps off the apron. Rock hits the rock bottom angle, but Triple H pulls the rock out of the ring. Stephanie throws the sledgehammer into the ring, but in the middle between Triple H and uh, Kurt Angle. Angle grabs the... uh, uh, Triple H tries... uh, uh, Angle grabs it. Triple H tries to punch Angle, but he ducks, and Triple H punches Stephanie. Like gasp. Angle hits Triple H with the sledgehammer. Rock then hits Angle, uh, oh, throws Angle to the outside. And then Rock hits the people's elbow for the win. 20 minutes and 11 seconds. After the match, Rock poses on the structure near the ramp as Angle is checking on Stephanie and carrying her to the back. <sighs> well, it all was a fun match. I just, I, we have the benefit of hindsight. Mm-hmm. So, like in hindsight, you could have done the Stephanie spot with just the Rock instead of Angle. You didn't need him back out there for that. Right. But you know, it was 2000, and they didn't care about that shit. So that's what we got. Rub some dirt in it. Yeah. Uh, three and a half. This was good, but could have been so much better. Angle suffered a legit concussion, brawling with trips before the bell. Unfortunately, that left us with Rock versus Triple H for the majority of the match for the umpteenth billion time. Good. It was good. There was nothing wrong with it. It's just like, holy fuck, have we seen it enough this year? But then, my only, my only hesitation was saying that stuff though. Was like, clearly, what they're building towards next. I'm like, I would rather have Triple H rock again. Fuck me. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Damn, concussion protocol sure has changed over the last twenty years, huh? <laughs> Angle comes back in and takes many more bumps. Rock wins. Jesus, dude. <laughs> My final verdict, a couple of cool moments in a great tag title match. 
keeps this from being underwhelming, but it does meander. And then I have a theory that I will share with you on my WTF. Okay. Um, I want to say this about the match. I enjoyed it. And, like, I get it. It was a... It was a triple threat match, and the fact that Angle was t- taken out of the match, and that was planned. The whole get-go was planned. But I didn't mind it, even though it was the 500th time we've seen Triple H and Rock. It it just, I, I, I to me, I think I liked it more, only because of the fact of what we just w- watched before. The Taker and oh, the, the yeah. Thong match. Anything's think, better than that. <laughs> Like, to me, for some reason, it was like a fresh coat of paint here with Rock and Triple H Ugh. because of the fact of the 10 minute, 10 past minutes of what we just watched between I, the two. I was like, yes, just give me this because I'm okay with it. Yeah. That is, I actually have a, I have a fun uh, what if for you guys. Tell me, tell me which one. Be honest. Which match was more objectively bad? The Thong match or Taker and Kane? Taker and Kane. Taker and Kane. They, yeah. uh, they have one of my favorite WrestleMania matches. And then this. And this. At least uh, Terry and Kitty had hot chicks. So, so, you gave, so you gave the main event three and a quarter? Three and a half. Three, three and a half. half. Well, let's find out what you Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 pre-showed. Yeah. We, what did we give it? I got to go all the way back to the top of the pay-per-view. Here we go. Uh, Corey, you gave, you gave it three and a half. <laughs> what did I say here? What did you give it? Oh, what did you give it? What? Oh, because uh, we gave it. Uh, you said I'd go. We said three and a quarter. So I went back. You liked it better than we yeah, thought you would. Cool. Oh, yeah, as much as I'm sick of seeing Rock and Triple H, they're always good matches. They're always really good. They got insane chemistry. Should we do the. Uh, Let's. The buy rate. The buy rate and Which the I'm live gate and the merchandising and the sell It's like a 1.6 or something. I'm going to go 1.3. 1.6. People love this fucking soap, soap opera shit. They love it so much. I know you are super tired of it, but fucking people love the fuck out of it. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I was super tired of that chapter because it dragged on too long. Um... I think they, and it's a curse of the pay-per-view era, they, they couldn't wait to start the next chapter for the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So it left like two and a half weeks where I thought, okay, you're ready for the next chapter, and it's just stagnating here, and I'm getting tired of that. But I'm not tired of the story, and I think all three people in it are killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair enough. And as we'll see from the Monday Night Wars, I think it, it's picked right back up. So Fair enough. Um, give me one second, because the... He can't find the numbers. The page I always go to, don't have it anymore. Basically... Uh, I was just saying I was right, they got 1.6. No, I'm just going to say the pay-per-view buy rate was so bad that New to Blood Rising did better, and they didn't even bother to write it down. Seems... Any chance that could happen? Unlikely? <laughs> unlikely? But... Okay, all right. You can't totally rule it out, because right. maybe, I don't know, like, a tower was blown up and nobody could order pay-per-view. <laughs> it's possible, right? Don't judge me. Buster. Uh, I, what I can tell you though is so it was seventeen thousand and two. Yep. The want to guess how much? How much paid? Oh, they straight up gave like the gate at the start of the pay per view. Jared gave the staff. Uh, well, the majority. I'm gonna say it's very few that didn't pay. I'm gonna like fifteen something paid. I'm gonna go less. I'm gonna say like a, there's like a thousand that didn't. So I'm gonna say sixteen something paid. Um, 
There we go. Um, 15603 paid. Boom. A live gate of $1.1 million. And merchandising was 147000 Almost 148. Um, the buy rate for... Where is it? Four. Four. The buy rate for this year's WrestleMania was 570000 What? That's it? Mm-hmm. Wait. For this year's WrestleMania? Sorry, SummerSlam. Okay, I was like, what? Sorry, the I'm trying to... Uh, the website went down. Um, F- so that's how many people bought it. It's not the buy rate, though. Yeah, I'm trying to find that. Uh, people bought 570. So, so that's a good number. Yeah, it's nothing to sneeze at. Because that's what they measure now, though. So 570,000 buys is a really good buy. It's a good number. I'm just trying to see because the page went down. And you're not helping me. That's got to be over one. I'll write at it. Somewhere around two thousand. Because that was... Oh, my goodness. Nothing that, nothing like that. Um, Sell it off. I mean, if you're Turner Media, yeah. Fire sale. Warner Media, shut it down. What is this? Oh, you know what this is. It's so something I'm waiting for. It's that crazy kind of... 90s? No, it's all about him. Uh, about that Judy. crazy kind of what a one-year difference takes for the... Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, pay-per-view? Yeah. Corey, do you remember the pay-per-view? What pay-per-view? 99's pay-per-view. SummerSlam, yeah. 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 Yeah, you got your you got your uh opener of Jeff Jarrett and Dito Brown <laughs> for the Intercontinental and European Championships with uh Dilo winning. You got your tag team turmoil won by the uh oh god, who won that? Fucking I forgot. The, the Acolytes, I think. And then you had um I forget the order, but there was a lover or lever match with Shane and Test. There was um, a really bad women's match. There was a hardcore match with that, the uh, Shane match. Match was six. Yeah, there was like Boss Man and Al Snow, or Bas- Boss yep, Man. Yeah, hardcore match that uh, went outside. Yeah, there was. Uh, of course, there was the awesome. There was like that Iron Circle match with Blackman and Shamrock, where the cars surrounded them. Oh, no, no, that was, that was fully the Lion's Den. Yeah, there's Lion's Den for SummerSlam. So the inverted upside down cone shaped UFC. Brand. Yep. But then you had that awesome tag match with like Taker and Big Show against Kane and X Pac, where Taker's cutting the promo about leaving Big Show out in the fucking yep. desert with a motorcycle, and no food, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you had The Rock and Mr. Ass and a Kiss My Ass match. Well, and then, of course, you have. Uh, Austin Triple H and Mankind with Mankind winning and Jesse Ventura is the fucking ref. Yeah. I, I prefer uh, this one. So, speaking of prefer, what do you prefer for pay-per-views? You have New Blood Rising that got that point one eight to this 1.44 for... So follow me here. Super follow Slam. Me here. Like, here's how you got to break it down. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I dun, think dun, the answer is going to be SummerSlam. But you have to break it down to whether you prefer a ho-hum pay-per-view with like one really good match or a train wreck. Now, there's no way anybody can object, objectively say New Blood Rising was a better pay-per-view. Yeah. It's just what you prefer to see. I would prefer, in those two scenarios, a train wreck, but New Blood Rising wasn't a train wreck of a train wreck. It was just, eh. Yeah. If it was like Full-on. Bash 99, Beware of Dog, like some horse shit, 
I'm into that. Yeah. I'm into like people wrestling in the dark and shit. I'm into that motherfucking train wreck. Like the SummerSlam was better. So there's just no way around it. You, know, you can't even. Yeah. I would take a. I'm taking SummerSlam. I thought you were going to say New Blood Rise. New Blood. I was like, he's really thinking on this. He's going to swing the other way. He's gonna... I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's like Lance T. Storm. T stands for Thunder. Bam. Which is his show. Like Rock has Smackdown. My storm is Thunder. That's right. But you know what we have, though? The awards? Yes. Our favorite part of the show. The award show. Let's start off with best match. Really? <laughs> I think it's TLC. It's TLC match. Yeah. I wouldn't have got me uh, there. The thong match, thank you. Um, thank you very much. Uh, worst match. King versus Taz. It was bad, but I'm going to go Road Dog X-Pac. I'm going Road Dog X-Pac as well. Oh, fuck me, I guess. I'm just so tired of seeing him. And the, the crowd was too. I mean, you're wrong. The crowd was like, enough of DX. Uh, who is your MVP? Triple H. Nice. Carried that match and everything around it due to everything we talked about. There's only one guy in that company right now who could have done that as as well as That's that. Seamless. And it was him. Yeah. So if he's not in that main event, it's some scary shit. Uh, I agree with everything you said. Having said that, uh, Edge, Christian, the, the Hardys, and the Dudleys. Got trios. I mean, there you yeah. go. They, they risked their lives. Yeah. Um, I went with Triple H as well. The idea of the fact of him finding ways to control the match, run the match, having um, like one hipper stadium though, it's having uh, making sure that you know, hey, how's Angle as we're going up the ramp? You know, Angle's trying to get up, and he tells him stay down. It was a fluke accident, you know. What I mean, like, mm-hmm. how many times have we seen that table explode while they're trying to do a move? A lot. But just this time it's just move. it's just not that move. Randy Orton's like, oh yeah, it'll fall fucking fall then. <laughs> or, or you know, I think the closest one, like the more more uh, one of the more noticeable ones, is like Rock's going for the rock bottle yeah. on Triple H, and it just you know like they legit just Triple go, H shouldn't stand on the table anymore. Yeah, they shifted weight, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they fell. But with this one, it's just Triple H legitimately just bending the knees and is about to jump, and all of a sudden it's like boom. boom. But, you know, I, I'm once I saw, because this is the first time I've ever seen this match, and it's watching him run the match later on. I'm, you stay here. Grab his, you know, just like, you got to give it up to him. So Triple H is the MVP for myself. Who is your motive? Terry and Miss Kitty. Fuck that dumb segment. Jesus Christ. You're not wrong, but I'm kind of on the same page with you. I'm going to say Taker and Kane. Fuck you, man. What is this? Um, well, the thong match. I mean, it had, it's, they're, they're there for a reason in that yeah. era, and that's what it for is. Me, and you two, however. For me, oh. for me, it's the Taker Kane because of the fact of, oh, you have, you have a historic WrestleMania match. You guys probably do something good. You guys know what to do. And then this match is, I'm taking his mask off. Out of nowhere is that storyline in play. Remember, this was supposed to be a big show. Well, well, that. well, we we might have been lucky. Hmm. <laughs> well, fuck that. WTF? Do you want to go first or last, Corey? I'll go last. 
See if you guys follow what I'm digging. If we don't take your your hot take yeah. here, like we always do. Go ahead. Uh, mine is just this was a lackluster pay per view for the build. They got on paper it was great and the delivery. Yeah. It could have been way better than it was. Mine builds on that. There it is. Jobin, what the fuck? Let me build on it now. <laughs> Let me just ruin the everything. You, you, know, awesome. you know, I'll just that's say that's a nerve. That's a nerve. My WTF is. You don't is, gotta like that. No oh, shit, I don't. <laughs> I guess I don't have anything. No. Um, do I have anything anymore? Go you ahead. hurry up so I can get to one. No, okay. I'm stalling. No. Uh, I think my. That's do- enough. No. <laughs> got him. <sighs> that's it? All right. You got nothing. Well, I huh? got nothing. I, I said that's enough. So <laughs> All right. I'm done. Is that what you think? I think yes. this pay per view. It doesn't matter what you think. Okay. <laughs> I think this pay per view would have been a hell of a lot better and more remembered if they'd have tweaked it a little. I think the Triple H and Angle definitely has enough juice. They didn't need to both be chasing the title as well. So I think you have a one-on-one match with Triple H and Angle. You don't Mm -hmm. have to change much in the Mm storyline. And I think you add The Rock to the Benoit Jericho match and have that be the main event for the title where you're building up not only the title, but those two challengers. So it plays out Benoit having the title match the ones before. And it builds Jericho up, and you can still have The Rock go over. And that way you've got two hot matches instead of one hot match and then just throwing Benoit Jericho into a two out of three falls in the last two weeks of the build. I think you do that, and it's a much more remembered SummerSlam. That's what I did on. I would ask you if that's uh, how you would uh, treat the pay-per-view, like in your uh, your, card, your own card. That's pretty much it, because they used everybody in the feuds they're in. Yep. So, with, I mean, unless you're just going to ignore the, the fucking build for four weeks, there's really nothing else you could really change. Um, I would just do that. I like it. Okay. So this brings an end to WWF's pay-per-view. Corey, where are we going tonight? Oh, we are heading to the HSBC Arena in Buffalo, New York, September 12th for WCW Fall Brawl. Oof. No way that's a good show. <laughs> no way that's a good show. I mean, it's got a hotly anticipated match that they've already announced with Goldberg and Scott Steiner. So who, who's anticipating that match? I my, mean, at my, the time, my not. at the time, everybody was. At the time, it was like, finally getting Goldberg and Steiner? Wasn't this on Nitro like four weeks ago? Yeah, no, we're about that. I wonder about finish. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully on the paper. It's WCW. We're still not getting a finish. They're not going to give us a finish. <laughs> we're on the paper. Look. look. <laughs> As we're heading into September of 2000, those of us who are left are stringing to hold on to anything that we can. A finish. So, Give us yeah. a finish. So even though they gave it to us on TV with a fuck-all finish, we're like, okay, fresh match, two guys that are over, please mm. deliver. Please deliver. Now I know where that sign on Nitro comes from, Joe. I'll okay. bring it up. Okay. <laughs> Just please I'll, deliver. I'll bring it up. Bring it up. So fall brawl coming up. In, that in less in Buffalo. In Buffalo. That and less Harris boys. Those are the two things we're straight to. Like, give us a finish How about, and no Harris so boys. Hear me out, though. No, no finishes and you get more Harris boys. That's not what we wanted. Well, that's what no. you get. That's, that's what we're not get. what we wanted at all. That's a, yeah, that's what we're going to get. <laughs> God damn it. So coming up next in a couple of weeks will be WCW's Fall Brawl 2000. Is it possible to hear dyslexic? I think it might be WCW's problem. <laughs> they read it. I said it. the opposite. God damn it. They don't understand it. They just read it. Oh, you said... Uh, Co-World Champions of Harris Brothers? Got it. Got, God got it. damn it. You know, as we rewatch, we're refixing history, so the Harris Brothers could be champions. God by the, damn it. At this rate. 
Jesus. But we're moving Nowadays, on. Nowadays, they'd be in Imperium. That's right. Lots <laughs> who's already Imperium once. They, Ludwig, lost that, they lost that war, too. Ludwig, Kaiser, Gunther. So, oh, Jesus. this brings then to that. We're moving on to Fall Brawl. Butch. But we're moving on to this Butch. upcoming week for WCW and uh, WWF, the fallout for this pay-per-view on the Monday Night War Stories in the midweek. And then for WCW, it's the road to Fall Brawl. In Buffalo. In Buffalo. That WCW stronghold, Buffalo, New York. Shout out to Bill's Mafia. There you go. Which you can find, you can listen to and find all of us at NoSellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoSellEntertainment.com. You can find us on all the social medias. That's Facebook, Twitter, and uh, yeah, right. That's, so, Instagram. And Instagram. There it is, Instagram. I was like, there's the third one. Who's the third? Who's the third app? But you can also listen to us at HelloFresh. Funny enough. Several Instagrams. I couldn't have promo on my tout. Like, <laughs> When you were just a nothing in your father's eye, I was getting millions of downloads. There it is. Brother. Uh, but you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on Spotify, baby. Give us that five-star review. Five-star Please. review. Please. Hit that subscribe button. S- subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Go on to YouTube. All, hit that subscribe. On all the pages. Devin will perform favors if a five-star is given. And if not, you can call him a paper bitch. That's right. But, and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 